0: Another day, another Daddy podcast. Myself, Dino and Martin have all been big fans of the Huawei brand in recent years. But due to political tensions soaring, espionage claims of growing and the BS meter constantly rising, Huawei have found themselves in a spot of bother with the United States. So what is actually going on? And is there any hope for Huawei in the European or American markets going forward? Well, we've decided to sit down and discuss it all. But first, a quick word from our sponsors horsesales.ie is the future of equine sales in ireland online auctions makes buying and selling irish thoroughbred horses far quicker and more cost efficient allowing you to bid on and purchase horses straight from your mobile phone whether it's joining a racing club or looking for a new show jumper horse sales is something for you why not have a look on horsesales.ie and see if you can buy a new thoroughbred pony for yourself anyway let's get into it see you on the other side we're back we're talking huawei the trade ban and all things trump
1: yeah oh. that's exactly what i wanted to hear two weeks after getting a two-year contract on a hawaii <laughs> p30 pro <laughs> what an intro <laughs> 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 um yeah been a bit of a disastrous couple of weeks for huawei um basically trump the conspiracy conspiracy is believes that huawei or the chinese are using huawei to spy on america using huawei's phones so it wasn't just google that um had to pull the lights from huawei it's a lot it's a few american companies
0: it's a trade agreement with the uh, with the chinese and america that uh Huawei were essentially one of the companies put on the blacklist that they can't buy or sell technology to American companies, which means that they also don't have access to the likes of uh, Qualcomm chipsets, which has actually affected Qualcomm more than it's affected Huawei. So you know it's a no win situation for anyone really. Yeah, it's a, it's a shit show. It's a shit show. I suppose the best way to start this whole conversation, uh, like full disclaimer, we're all fans of Huawei here. In literally our first episode of the podcast, we were saying, we were talking about the folding phones and Samsung versus Huawei, and I think we all came down on the one side. Martin, you're probably the biggest advocate of Huawei. You have the P30 and the P30 Pro. Martin has the P30 Pro, or Dean has the P30 Pro, and I was recently over at the Huawei launch event, and so we're all actually big fans of their technology, and this is a bit
1: of a sideswipe. Yeah, but we're we're rooting for them. We're hoping that uh, they can organize some kind of trade deal with America, so that it basically stops affecting us in Ireland, in our little humble corner of the world.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the, the the word you use there is "funny." Like rooting for them, and like it's so true. It's it's. I think I remember years ago working in a phone shop, and I think it was the Huawei P8 came in. And you know, it wasn't a bad little phone. It was a good mid-range phone. I Bit, bit plasticky, maybe. Not not the most yeah. premium-looking thing in the world, but it was grand. Like, it was easy-seller. They were not HTC M8. No, exactly. A great comparison to her, or even the M7. The two of them, they were far more premium. But, like, you know, if you were on a 30- a or a 40-month a plan, you could probably get the, the P8 for free or get it on a decent price. And it was a nice little Nixer phone. And, like, you know, it was starting to do different things that other networks weren't doing or other manufacturers weren't doing. I um, think you go up to today, like, where... Huawei have number two share of handset sales in the world uh, behind Samsung, ahead of Apple. Um, and he's kind of like, you're rooting for him because I've seen him come from being an alright phone to being a fairly whopper phone.
0: And what's mad about this is, uh, like a lot of this conversation is hap- happening and being centralized around the phone. But like when you think of Huawei, and what po- most people don't realize is they own like the most 5G patents in the world. Mm, they yeah. make all of the routers for pretty much all of the suppliers in Ireland anyway. And a lot of the other suppliers globally. So there's a lot more than just the phones at stake here.
2: Yeah, no, they're 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 a huge, huge company. Like it's it's you know, they make the hardware that networks run on, that they make the phones that we use, the mobile broadband modems, the the whole lot. But like, you know, it's I think when you get to that kind of size and that kind of power, it just looked like the American government weren't happy that it was China that had the, had, we're pulling the strings on this. And like I say, pulling the strings, uh, jokingly, like it's, it's, you know, I, I don't, I genuinely don't think there's anything on to work going on with Huawei. Like it's, I don't see why people would trust, the american government any more than they trust the chinese government so it's like you know rather oh, rather going the,
0: straight into the conspiracy theory side of things yeah. you can make a list of things that of, of reasons why not to trust the american government
2: yeah it's, it's like i think water for news actually had a post about this it's like uh something like the ceo of google comes out and says oh Huawei is disgraceful because only google should be spying on people like you know it's it's just all these tech yeah, companies I saw are doing... a very doing... similar meme
0: as well. It was Huawei, we're not spying on anybody and Google going, yeah, us either. And just Homer Simpson backing up into the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's so, it's such insane criticism. But like, you know, it's on the line of uh, conspiracy theories, you know, it's like, you know, Apple, what's it all say on all their phones? It's uh, assembled in China, but designed in California or something like that. Like, it's, it's just, there's a thing about Apple where it's, it's the pride and joy of America, you know? And it's like, Trump wouldn't... Like, you know what Trump is like? He's all about dick measuring. He wouldn't like seeing that an American company got knocked off second, second spot by a Chinese mm. company. Um, he doesn't think rationally about anything else. Like, this, this whole thing probably started from a tweet when he was taking a shite. Like, that, that's probably what started all this.
0: Yeah, actually, um, let's go to the start of this. What actually started all this? So, what actually happened that where we got this ban or google problem
2: well it's a funny one because like I don't really know when it started because like there's no carrier in the US has ever really supported has ever like supported Huawei like you think about the last couple of years when you're looking at the likes of unbox therapy or Marquez Brownlee talk about the best phones and they mention Huawei because they get sent the phones and you can buy them on Amazon but Mm T-Mobile or Verizon AT and T, none of these networks support them. So America wasn't a massive market to China, to, to Huawei. Like yeah, it's they, kind of like they,
0: the One Plus over here. John, no network up until today has really picked them up.
2: Exactly. Yeah, like it it hasn't been a massive place for them. Um, but at the same time, there was this because it was a Chinese company. There was this underlying lack of trust between the U.S. and Huawei. And there's just always been this kind of or kind of undertone of they could be spying or. They could be using their hardware for this, or they found chips in their phones that did this, and none of it was substantiated. It was all well for want of Trump's own own term, fake news to a certain extent. Mm. Um uh, and
0: yeah, and I, on that point, like I don't, I think the phone side of things, like I don't really understand. You're just like meh. What I can understand is, as an American, why you wouldn't want Huawei creating the country's infrastructure for five G, you know. Especially with the espionage relations or the trade relations between the companies, the the countries, you could go well. In America, we're going to want to build the infrastructure American, for obvious reasons. And I'm like, okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, well, it seems that um, America seems to be very much anti five G. As you all like, as you know, there's a lot of rumors going on about five G that Could cause cancer and all of this, like, but as far as I'm concerned at the moment, like, it's a lot of bollocks, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> diplomatic <anymore>. as ever. <laughs> it's not going to cause cancer any more than 4G or 3G did. Um, but like, this seems well, we're just going to stick with 2019 for now. But, um, i went to the point where America even got onto Germany and they were saying. This, because it's Huawei are the one who are really releasing really infrastructure on 5G at the moment. Um, So the US State Department on the 6th of February basically discouraged other European countries uh, from using Huawei equipment in their 5G rollouts. Um, And then USA got on to Germany. They were saying, if you do use their equipment for 5G, we're going to start limiting uh, intelligently. So it's not just a thing that America are... It's an America versus Huawei thing. It's America trying to get the world on their side. They're really, like, slating Huawei and trying to... um.
0: It's America versus China, James Bond bullshit.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, Huawei have found themselves on the front lines.
0: Yeah, so essentially, like, to give the actual, like, detail what happened, was Trump signed a, a bill that meant that named Huawei as a company on a blacklist and it meant that they could no longer buy or sell technology with the US or US companies. Uh, what followed that and had no direct relation to that specifically as such, and well, I think, it well, that's probably the wrong word, but beside the point, uh, Google suspended Huawei's license and access to uh obviously android so what that meant was that any phone in the system or any phone in shops and stuff all well and good you just wouldn't get updates but any phones that were set to come come in the future they wouldn't have access to the play store gmail google suite um the android based standard operating system and even youtube
2: yeah so like i think something dean said there like the comparing this whole thing with like you know talking about the the us influencing europe and all this kind of stuff um and what this has led to obviously is this this ban or whatever it is that came down and the knock-on effect is the huawei and american companies not being able to agree stuff all of this like the, the shocking thing for me is that politics is affecting consumers now like you know it's it's like obviously this always happens and it, maybe when it happens when it's bananas or something like that or avocados, we don't see it because it's not something that we're not interested in. But when it affects phones, we're all paying attention to it all of a sudden. So like, it's just politics has completely changed how the high street is now selling a phone. It's mental that it can get to this point. And like, you Actually, know, Actually on
0: that point, sorry, just to interrupt. So what's happened between America and China in recent times was there's a lot of like Political dick measuring, as such. So, when w- one country puts up a tax on one product, the other country's retaliating and adding that charge back in terms of a tax of another product. So, for example, China increased the tax on, I think it was something like soybeans or something, by 25%. And that has cost American farmers fucking millions.
2: Yeah, exactly. It gets passed on to American people. It's because. Trump has a very simplistic approach to uh, understanding financials and taxes and economies. And it's, it's a PR approach. It's, it's what makes a good headline rather than what makes a good financial decision. Um, And now, like I said, that's the impact on the high street is that, you know, all of this is, it's, it's people want to know that they can access YouTube. Uh, if they can't, they're not going to buy the phone. Like it's, you think about the worst thing that could have happened here for Huawei is what's after happening in terms of this three month delay onto August, that everything is going to be fine for three months. Because like Dean said at the outset there, you know, it's you're not going to sign yourself into a twenty four month contract if in three months time there's still uncertainty. Um
0: Yeah, if Apple had any brains, they'd roll bring forward their next launch to mid July and clean up.
2: Yeah, so it's 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 a pretty shitty place for it all to be down to uh what is effectively a trade war. Um, I guess not too surprising that this has happened, and not too surprising given the success that Huawei's had. Um, it it all kind of adds up in that sense. But you can and like you look, know, you can't blame consumers for, um, being a little bit unhappy about want or being a little bit more reluctant about buying Huawei now, and and that's kind of sad because, like I said, we we do feel like we're kind of rooting for them a little bit after seeing them. I wouldn't say it's rags to riches because they they started off pretty big um but the way, then again they started
0: off with the likes of the y3s and the y5s from our old phone days they're yeah 60 you know. to 100 euro pieces of crap
2: well that that's it like even now you look at their their entry-level phones like the likes of the P smarts, the y6s mm. they're actually quite good phones like they're they're not bad oh, at yeah. all um now you got their their p30 light which is their their entry level of their three like they've they have a phone for everybody they like you look at samsung and I've, I've never really thought Samsung had good low-end handsets. Like, I've never really saw a low-end Samsung I went, Jesus, that's top class. Um, some, so, some of the Huawei phones are... Sorry,
0: I'm just going to give you both, like, bad flashbacks there. The Galaxy fame.
2: Oh, oh God, surprised. the fucking Galaxy <laughs> fame. What that's a tough, piece man. of shit.
0: 100 quid down to 35 euro on a port from Vodafone and broke all our hearts for about six months.
2: <laughs> the only thing I think that brings back worse memories than that was the Sony Xperia E.
0: Oh, the little squared off thing?
2: Yeah, I called it a boomerang phone because every single time I sold one, it came back to me. <laughs> yeah, it was such a pain to hold that yeah. phone.
0: Actually, speaking of Sony, they're another company that has a lot of um, phones in the same price points as well. So I was obviously testing them out, and to be fair, the the ten is quite comparable to you know the 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 Huawei mid range as well. I found. And
2: do you know what? It's something that we can't forget about is like if consumers are understandably now reluctant to look at Huawei what do they look at instead and the likes of Sony must be sitting back lapping like licking their lips like going finally a break
0: yeah well this is the th- you might say finally a break but in typical Sony fashion and the, I hate saying it because I'm actually you know I've always you know quite liked Sony phones but um they're gonna they're not gonna do any marketing they're not gonna do any promotional push to drive that point home
2: yeah, they're a classy company, though. That's the Japanese view.
1: Yeah. But as well as that, now uh, when we're talking about like tariffs and trade wars and all that, uh, Trump is apparently meant to be putting, uh, putting increasing taxes on gaming consoles, um, which obviously consumers will take the hit straight away as well.
0: Yeah, but that's because gaming addiction is now officially classified as a disease from the World Health Organization.
2: Yeah. But it, Again, this comes back to simplistic views. Like, if you're looking at like let's not let's call a spade a spade here trump is simple um and like <laughs> that's if nice he, he, he sees the likes of chinese company huawei we're in a trade war with china that's what we do we hit that in games consoles he'll he'll turn around and say children are playing violent games like gta and they're shooting people rather than saying uh no it's your unbelievably easy to get a gun gun laws that are causing all these issues like he's got this yeah. and obviously the NRA are funding him massively as well. So, he has all these like outs that he, where he blames technology or he blames like let's let's face it technology is like the unknown. Like like we were talking about recently about scooters. They they get a negative uh and by the way, a little plug, check out our last episode if you want to hear to listen to that. But um boom. Like scooters get a, a negative a negative vibe because they're new, they're different. And that's what Trump is playing on here. He's like Chinese company phones oh they're evil they're bad uh, games consoles oh violence they're they're evil they're bad like everything is just simplistic to him and so he does the easy thing tax it and doesn't realise that that's been passed on to US consumers or more importantly he does but US consumers don't and then they vote him back in again which god hope let's, let's hope that doesn't happen Oh, God.
0: But this all actually... Do you know what? This this kind of whole move is a long, long time coming. Um, I was listening to something actually not long ago and it kind of dates back to the 1980s and the release of the, like, we'll say the common house computer because... I'm going to nerd out here for a minute so just let me run. (laughs) So essentially what happened was at the same time China started building huge manufacturing warehouses in Shenzhen. So as... American technology and the likes of the Apple computers and software growing, they were getting cheap manufacturing labor in China in return for being able to sell the products at consumer-level prices. Throughout the 90s, that trend continued, and the Chinese economy has obviously grown off of the influx of extra companies coming and getting manufacturing, blah, blah, blah. People get more money, people get more educated, and now they're not happy sitting back doing just doing the manufacturing. They want to get into the design game. They've got 20 years of watching, learning, and building. And now they know what they're doing. So essentially, over the last 10 years, you're seeing the Chinese company you know, building better phones, f- uh, phones that can compete, if not better, the American equivalents. And this isn't just related just to phones. This is across the border. And now that America has hit a bit more of a skid in terms of their economic state, you have someone like Trump going, we need to get manufacturing jobs back to America and you have China kind of going well we don't actually give a fuck we're designing them now mm. y- yeah and like and it's y- just coming from all of that
2: like you you're after kind of making something else taking my mind there about um another company that I absolutely love and this is what we have to be very aware of here is that this isn't just the US government against Huawei this is the US government trying to take down Chinese tech um like I've got like obviously you've got Xiaomi which I love for my scooter um ZTE ZTE uh obviously Huawei but then there's also there's a lot of stuff coming out as here as well like um you got Anchor, who's a company who I absolutely love they create uh airpods that look just as that look better than Apple airpods and sound better than them and they're about 100 quid cheaper um they create unbelievable power banks cables that don't break every 20 minutes um but this is the kind of stuff that you know there's a lot of tech that we're that's at stake here though if If this sets the precedent that it's all right to target tech companies uh, because they're better than you or that there's some kind of PR coup to be had, the impact is global. And the impact is technology will take a step back. Like, I think there was this whole thing years ago about China was a, a place where technology got copied and knocked off. But in the last couple of years, they have stopped doing that because what's the point in knocking off inferior technology? They're starting to develop better technology that's far superior than, than what they could knock off. So they're...
0: Yeah, they've learned, and they're now using that education to build something better.
2: Yeah, exactly. And the thing
1: about all of... Like, like you were saying, Dermer like, competition creates innovation. And mm. if it gets to a point where... Huawei aren't going to be able to buy by American consumers anymore, and if China to decide to retaliate, which I don't think they will, but if they did, immediately you go see a slump in innovation because Apple no longer have to compete with Huawei's unbelievable camera. Apple innovating?
0: They haven't done that in about a decade.
1: <laughs> well, like other <laughs> Ameri- like other companies in general, Uh they wouldn't uh, immediately technology would innovation would slow down i actually
0: get what you're saying there i think since where we kind of made a big in the market in the last well definitely with the p20 you've seen a lot of other phone manufacturers really ramp up their game yeah because they realize joe samsung have ramped it up one plus are willing to now deal with actual retailers (laughs) you have sony who are just still being Sony, and they're they're building something that's 99% of the way to perfection, and just missing that tad. You've got Google who are now bringing out a second model of phone this year, so they they're hitting more than one price point.
1: Yeah, and they're also bringing out a new games console. Well, do you know what I mean? You know? You're or a good, or, or a, lack of a, games a console. A Google not allowed go be able to release the uh, what's it called?
2: The the Google one. The y- yeah, what's the so the Google Stadia, it's a uh, Stadia, like, Stadia, st- Stadia. so I mean, like, what happens
1: if, the, if China ban them from or ban Google? Like, they're missing out on a massive market that they could be selling their new games console platform on. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I, I guess so, Google, Google's a funny one because they're they're kind of disrupting it a little bit in terms of it's the I don't know what to even call it. Is it like? all you buy is like a joypad or something like that you don't actually even have to buy a console but they're what google is doing there then is so if this is all about trust like google is going to take your gaming be- behaviors like think about it if if you're not buying it's the netflix console, for gaming if you're not buying the console google are making money off you somewhere else that's that's the, the if you like if you're yeah. watching a youtube video for free you're not you've 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 been tracked um your your video view has been counted towards uh you're put into an audience to be advertised to you've already seen an ad probably um like with google stadia you're going to be playing games you're going to be seeing ads your behavior is going to be advertised to you're going to be put into different pigeonholes based on your game and behavior like every single tech company big tech company out there like i'll never say huawei is completely innocent because we don't know what they do on what level but chances are they're
0: not because the power isn't in the product it's in the data
2: exactly exactly power is in the in in the data and google loves a bit of data like you know one of the biggest uh, GDPR, man. one of the biggest ways of tracking uh websites at the minute is through google analytics and that feeds it all back into google like the biggest their advertising network has actually been called out recently um by a guy called johnny ryan he's from dublin um but yep. he he's a basically he loves data protection he lives and breathes it and he started working for a company called brave and i've been talking about brave a little bit lately um i trying to get people using it because it's a it's a web browser that's built on chrome but it by default blocks all advertising all tracking and i tested it, so i visited goose.ie with my analytics open and our, our analytics that tells us how many people are coming to the web pages and all the rest of it wasn't able to see me so by using these browsers, we can actually kind of take the power back because if you think Trump blocking Huawei is for your own good and your own privacy, it's not. It's for his personal gain and for his governmental gain. If you want to actually care about privacy, look into VPNs, look into using Brave Browser, uh, look into these things about how you can actually look after your own privacy. Um, Apple, to be fair, they are kind of starting to get more and more privacy focused um i think some tech companies in general are like we got the new amazon echo show five coming out that's got a little privacy thing on it that you can block the webcam like Like, companies are starting to to recognize that that privacy is something people want like um but google is not one of the companies i would say is massively privacy focused and the reason i was talking about johnny ryan there from brave is they've actually lodged a complaint into the, the dpc in dublin about um that Google has been leaking information of user behavior online and that it's actually personal information um, for to millions and millions of, of advertisers uh, about millions and millions of sessions and users. So it'd be real, like a bit of a mm-hmm. PR stunt, but I think it'll be interesting to see where that goes.
0: But there is a, there's actually, there is a question in that as well, because if we're obviously talking about this Huawei, Trump, uh, China, America ban and European bans and this, that and the other, it, it's interesting to think that how, do, how Like, I was like, watching Sky, Sky News there about two weeks ago, and there was the European chairman of Huawei, and he was sitting there and he was like, We've already said to the European Commission we're, we're more than happy to sp- uh, sign a, a no spy agreement. Like, no smoke without fire to an extent, I'd say. Like, you wouldn't be asked to sign something like that if people didn't think you're up to some shady shit. Yeah.
1: And obviously, with like Trump that reigns here.
0: But this he- was in the UK.
1: Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, Trump is such a massive voice worldwide now. I've never seen a president on Irish and British news as much as I've seen him. Yeah. So he could say, he, what he's saying about Huawei and spying on them, that's immediately going to have an impact on people in the UK. People in the UK are going to start believing as well because he says it. So, like, Huawei have to, Can it's not a case that they address America and be like, we're not spying on you, chill out. They now Do have you know to what? address the world.
0: But this is a lose lose situation for everybody because another thing I was listening to or reading a while ago was um like, if you want to be specific about this, Apple cannot release a phone without Chinese help. Yeah. Um, Realistically, well, it would be very much tethered to products like uh, Gorilla Glass would be taken away from, Qualcomm processors would be taken away from, but technically speaking, they could release a phone tomorrow by making those changes, ripping out. Android and using the out-of-the-box uh, open-source version and skinning it their own way the same way that OnePlus do. Problem solved and no questions asked.
1: Well, yeah. it seems that they are working on their own operating system. Light and um, Yeah, but uh, they're also trying to release their own App Store, but <laughs> r- rumor has it at the moment, and it's obviously it's not going to be anywhere near on par with uh, Google's App Store. And yeah. even at that, even if they did manage to release their own App Store they'd still have to get licenses to put American apps on it, which is probably, what, 60% of the apps on the App Store. So even if they did release a very good App Store and it worked in Ireland, we'd still be limited in the apps we can actually use.
2: Yeah, I think that we're onto a really important part of this. So it's like, all right, so in three months time, if all of this goes tits up, um, what actually happens? So you look at all the issues, so yeah, okay. Huawei have been stockpiling chips and stuff like that, so they think for foreseeable future they might be able to do some of that. Um, their Kirin processor is made in a place that looks like it's happy to continue working with them, so that's a positive. But the app, mm-hmm. the app store they've been developing, like it's funny because everything makes a bit more sense to me now. Like the last couple of months, I've been wondering why the Huawei app store starts popping up every now and then saying, Oh, you need to update. It's like, why do I even have a Huawei app store? I just have Google Play, <laughs> yeah, it's like, why, why is it there? And it's like they've been developing this in plain sight um but totally agree with you i don't think that the the huawei app store is going to cut it for people who like you are going to have people sitting there with what effectively feels like a windows phone uh next to a samsung android phone like it's 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 just not going to have the same style and panache to it now there's well, the other I think, yeah
0: i think the question on that is like if they're going to go with the oneplus route and use the open source version of android then that is that not the bypass
2: I don't think so. I don't think it's going to have the same level because you're still not guaranteed access to YouTube and other Google apps, um, mm. and that that's the issue. Like people will, like people are fickle when it comes to tech. Like you know, as much as I love Huawei, you put a Huawei phone beside an iPhone and a Samsung phone and turn off all the screens and they look the same. Um, like you know, it's all these phones do more or less the same thing. Huawei happens to excel in one or two areas that I personally really like, like the camera and battery life um and those two things mean that's my phone of choice it's it's the phone i love to use the most um not everybody will hone in on a detail like that like most people will just be happy to go i'd rather i just have a phone that's going to work in the next couple of months um yeah but like what 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 i'm taken aback by is, is how prepared huawei was for this and i think that's the biggest pity is that maybe everyday consumers won't pick up on this is that Huawei didn't just, like, get blindsided by this. Like, they've been developing this operating system since 2016. Like, for the last couple of years, when they started bringing out, they stopped using uh, SD cards. And I was like, well, why this new Nano card thing that they're creating, That's just, it looks like an, an, a Nano SIM card, but it's actually a memory card, and it's completely designed by Huawei. It's their own thing. I was like, it's a bit mad they started doing this. Like, why wouldn't they just use SD cards? And then it came out this week that uh, SanDisk or the, the SD board basically removed them as a a valid company from using them now they're they're back Mm -hmm. there now but it meant that for a while there they wouldn't have been able to develop SD card technology within their phones so they have thought of I would imagine everything here if they're thinking of SD cards and stuff like they're the kind of fine details that usually slip through the cracks whereas it looks like Huawei are they could be prepared for the nuclear holocaust of all things to happen in terms of Huawei and Google and America, but at the same time, I think their big markets China. That's what they care about most. Like Europe, yeah, I think. And is I like don't f- think
0: they're going to lose out there anyway. I think no, like
2: Europe. Good. Europe is five percent of their market, something like that. Something pretty small. Um, we'll and I, out, it's all it's, it's all been recently acquired, and yeah, we'll lose out massively. Consumers will lose out on a great gadget. But if Huawei in China releases their own operating system, that's uh, whatever it is. And it's also, it's got, like, we're looking at the, the, the Huawei app store from our point of view and going, oh, but geez, it doesn't have WhatsApp. But, like, you know, in a six months' time, you could look at it. It might have Baidu. It might have all these uh, Weibo, all these, like, things that are massive in China because they're catering towards their market of 95% of people, not us. Um, which is understandable yeah. because they, they've had to really react to a huge thing that's happened in the market. Um, but my biggest fear is that in the next couple of years, and I really hope this doesn't happen, that we could lose Huawei from the market. My even bigger yeah. fear is, like you've heard us talk about this week in and week out, that isn't it great to see the Irish market at the minute? You know, we've got OnePlus, we've got Xiaomi, we've got Huawei, we've got Apple, Samsung, Google, all these phones on the market. And my biggest fear is that you look at the Chinese manufacturers. In the next two, three years, we could lose Huawei, OnePlus, Xiaomi, all these phones that we've been waiting Samsung. years to get. Like for all we know, yeah, yeah like Samsung. I know they're Korean, but like we could lose them. Sony, Japanese. It could be Asian phones. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Um, like yeah. there's huge. And could I could also
1: point out another thing as well, Mert. That it's not just the phones that'll be affected by this, but Huawei's laptops yeah. also run on Microsoft, which is another American company. And so that root- market and is also going to take a
0: hit. And their routers and their yeah. fo- and their infrastructure, the cell towers. Yeah, yeah, and down yeah.
2: to the fact they use Intel chips. Like they can't get Intel chips for the laptops anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, apparently they were um, looking to do a deal with Apple to supply Apple with their five G chips. Fuck them. Uh, that's another market loss, right? That, right there. So, like, I I don't know. What do you think is gonna happen? Do you think that this is gonna be upheld?
2: No, I think I think it's a it's a political power play, and I think it's gonna blow over. Um, like mm-hmm. the the only problem is, it's gonna it's gonna it, it's gonna set back Huawei massively, and it's it like I said, it's a pity. Uh, like it's a real pity because they're it's a great phone, but like there's already people I know who, like you know, they might have bought them and they're asking. Like you can see on, on online, people are asking. Um. Yeah. Can I'm sure my little it?
0: brother got the. My little brother got the P thirty pro, we'll say on the Wednesday and I swear to god, quarter to nine the following morning, why did you tell me to fucking buy this? It's like what you mean? He sent me a link, I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. And like but <laughs> that, that's, that's the thing.
2: Like, like it doesn't matter about what does happen or what might happen. What matters is consumer confidence. And if people mm-hmm. on the high street are starting to lose consumer confidence in a brand, they'll stop buying it. Um, because it's such Could a that competitive be part market.
0: Of the play, though? Could that be part of the play? It's like we know we can't beat them, so
2: we just take advantage of them. Yeah, exactly. That's and like I said, the, the the frustration here is this is politics. It's all politics, propaganda,
0: it's, it's, propaganda.
2: Yeah, it's it's politics <laughs> impacting everyday consumers from getting the best gadgets, and that's it. That's a real shame.
0: And this is it. I think there was, oh, geez, I can't remember who said it now, but there was somebody saying that whichever country controls the 5g infrastructure they're basically the co- country with the power
2: yeah
1: and at the moment that looks like it could be china mm-hmm. and australia have actually banned um hawaii from using their uh tech in developing the 5g network over there so that's already one big enough market out the window Do you know i don't
0: i don't mind that i don't mind countries wanting to look after their own infrastructure for their own reasons mm. that's fine Because I I can totally understand, I couldn't imagine a Russian, Russia going to, you know, an American company going, yeah, cool, set up our internet access. Do you really think America aren't going to do anything shady with that? Yeah, yeah. And getting it done by a third party country, you know, if China and Australia have a falling out in five years time, China just go, right, switch, turn that off, (laughs) gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I um, like we said, there's a 90-day extension uh, for Google source to continue um, operating on Huawei's phones and um, other products, tablets, and that. Um, like you said, Marsh, I could see this probably blown or blown over. Um, I don't think it's going to majorly impact us in a big way. Like I have, my phone hasn't started operating differently. Um, I can still download apps. I can still use YouTube and all that. Um and in three months time I think I still probably will be able to use them My phone's just not gonna it's not, it's not a case that we'd just like make it clear to like our listeners now, it's not a case that in ninety days time your phone's just gonna stop working.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's not the Millennium you know? bug all over again.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not Y two K version two happening Every over. Every time here. someone says Y two K I just think of Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Just
2: and then we're on walls to break break the walls down, and then we're on to Great Wall of China, and Trump building a wall, and then we've come full circle.
0: Yeah, yeah, and because it comes back to the walls of Jericho, way it all
1: worked <laughs>
0: <laughs> works perfectly. Um, where else? Like, there's loads. Like, there's loads of different routes you could take with this whole thing because obviously, you know, if you were to look at an Irish perspective we're going to obviously be well depending on the national broadband scheme and getting our moving on that we're going to be looking at building a 5g infrastructure like do we do it with huawei what do we do
2: yeah well like you look at ee in the uk they've just launched their their 5g um like partners for the handsets that they're going to have and there's no huawei um so that's again consumer side um and then there's a lot of networks that are basically refusing to have uh huawei involved in their their network infrastructure um and like you know you have to ask yourself the other question like if this is all if this is all smoke without fire um and if huawei are the world leader in 5g technology are we just going to start building a whole load of shit networks um and as well as that if we're also focused on uh huawei being evil um, will we give the same attention to the likes of i don't know siemens or whoever it is that builds the alternatives, like, will they get the same kind of, uh, like look in
0: Ericsson or whatever?
2: Yeah, Ericsson, I think it is, sorry, um, mm. like, will they get the same kind of, uh, vetting process that Huawei have gone through, and, you know, it, it could so be a, a, a sneaky way for other companies to put back doors in and stuff, so I don't know, it's, uh, like I said, the whole thing is a bit of a shit show.
0: I'm going to devil's advocate it for here a second. Do you think the reason, why? do you think it's just confidence that Joe, the likes of these English carriers aren't going to bring on Huawei as their partners and stuff like this? Or is there something that we don't know, like, publicly, Joe, of what Huawei are are in the background or doing in the background that there is that kind of political thing of going, well, we can't really trust these guys because there is the whole thing of Huawei having been
1: started by the... What's the name of that crowd in China? Uh, I was only watching a video on this earlier on um anyway a communist one. party that's
0: very heavily involved in the shady side of the country
1: um I'm gonna look that i up mean i just uh that conspiracy part of it all coming in again like you know i mean
0: we're talking shit, so why not
1: yeah yeah um i mean like it's it's hard to say that like is any company not gathering our data I mean, like, yeah. I would say that Google is definitely... Like, Google, obviously, are gathering our data. Hence, uh, we're getting targeted ads. Uh, Facebook speaks for themselves. Um, I'm surprised the uh, American government are even letting them continue. Well, obviously, because they're probably supplying the American government with the data they're collecting. But right, they got um, Trump
2: elected. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're still going. Um, but I don't... Uh, when it comes to big multinationals like this... um. At the end of the day, it's it's consumers that make them their money. But if they were to lose the American market, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't really care. They're making their money from other sources as well, from investment, from other companies, and developing new technologies such as five G and that kind of thing. This is just one small,
2: narrow um,
1: source of revenue for Huawei.
2: Yeah, and I think to, to answer your question as well, John. I think that like to break it down to its simplest terms like the likes of e in the uk not launching what Huawei is you know it, it's as much for them it, it's unknown territory like they like you know we're dealing with the us government versus the chinese government they're not talking to a uk phone carrier about what's going on and what's going to happen next mm-hmm. so to be fair to them i suppose they do have to look after their customers as well they do have to look after their image like they don't want to go and endorse Huawei or not endorse Huawei. um so they kind of just have to go into the sidelines for the time being. Um, that's kind of all they can do.
0: Well, that's fair. I'm actually still trying to look up the name of that crowd because that's behind whoever, because it's going to really annoy me. Anyway, do, do you want to give up? doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, it, the, the whole thing is there is that potential shady backstory to the brand. And if... Are, you know, if you know this like the intelligence agencies of other countries are now this i'm devil's advocating here because if there's a case that there is like a, an espionage thing going on there you can kind of understand them going mm, now but then again the americans and you know their nsa and data mining the whole julia assange thing the wiki leaks things they're you know, really not in a position to talk so they can
1: fuck themselves and Apple could also be in Trump's ear and say they're not happy that they're behind Huawei in sales. Sort of good, like, uh, Trump, have you thought about maybe <laughs> the Chinese da- da- are spying da- on us with uh, Huawei and uh, get them back up on top? But um, again, that's just another conspiracy.
2: Yeah, I think that that's that's the interesting about all this. But th- like Apple are definitely
1: laughing. They're they're loving this at the moment. Th- as long as it doesn't affect um, uh, the. Parts that Huawei are providing to their phones, uh they're they're completely laughing at this. And I think as well, it would definitely encourage other manufacturers. So, like we said, Huawei are currently developing their own software, operating software. Um, OnePlus use um oxygen. the Android, but they they use Android open source, yeah, yeah. That's yeah so like the- oxygen, wise. yeah. So this could like really encourage other uh, manufacturers now to be like, okay, we need to start developing our own software. Or Windows as is iOS. going to make
0: a comeback and nobody wants <laughs> to see that.
1: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, it is. There's a certain feeling of uh, today it's Huawei, but who's next? Um, And that's... I think that's... As much as I'm loyal to Huawei and as much as I love them as a phone and all the rest of it, I think the most worrying thing here is how quickly shit got turned around here. Like, it went from being... Huawei launched the P thirty pro, it's selling really well. Uh everybody loves it. I think ha- what me, you and Gary have it in the Goose team. Um and, and o- Oh sorry, yeah, and and Dean. Um and then overnight, boom, gone. Massive disaster. All mm-hmm. because of politics.
1: Yeah, because of a hairless orange man. Well, I I watched a video earlier on and Jod Oliver described him as a, a decomposing foreskin. Wow.
2: <laughs> Wait, what? What? What was that?
1: A
0: decomposing foreskin.
1: Oh, so he did that's say he exactly what I thought uh, he just said.
2: Trump's face. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I missed that bit. <laughs> it's just like how did <laughs> you know no, that, that's actually what he
0: described you as.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. But yeah. So um.
1: Like we said, so in the long term, don't think it's going to have a massive impact. We think that hopefully this will be turned around, but um, we might look to wrap it up. So, what's your conclusion? How do you think this is? What What do you think Huawei stated and is going to be in a year's time, John?
0: So I'll answer first, and then Martin. Um, I think it's a lot of political dick measuring. I think it'll it's all going to blow over. But just in case, between for the next like month or so, while well, this all gets us, they probably don't buy a Huawei. Just to be safe. And that's really all I'll say in no? that. What do you think, Bert?
2: You see, it's very hard. For me. I don't know because I've got I've got the P thirty Pro. Um, I'm also looking at the P thirty and the P thirty Light that's coming. And I, I wouldn't go forking out two and a half grand for the new uh, <laughs> Mate Mate X folding phone. Maybe um, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to like. Look, it's very hard to say go buy one because we're in a lot of unknown territory right now. So it's it's so funny that the parallels between this and the last episode on scooters you know it's i feel the exact same it's like we're we're at the we're at the mercy of governments and politics and governments and politics don't always know what they're talking about and they don't always do the right thing so as much as you think this is going to be a an episode of tv on netflix where everything ends the way we expect it to end god knows what's going to happen like Huawei could be banned in the morning jeremy could be banned in the morning it's and um, that
0: ultimate Game of Thrones line, if you think there's going to be a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention.
2: Yeah, pretty much. So, like, God knows what's going to happen. But then again, the thing is, if it doesn't if it does stop with Huawei, so you go out and you, you say, oh, I'm not going to buy Huawei, I'm going to buy a OnePlus or a ZTE or, or something else, or even Samsung, and next month they take on Korea, <laughs> you're not exactly yeah. safe either. So I, I can't see this coming to a point where... Huawei phones are completely dead. Like I think, next year the P forty will launch. Like, look, there's, there's three comparisons you can make. If Britney Spears survived two thousand and seven, Huawei can survive this. And if Samsung survived (laughs) the Note seven, Huawei can survive this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, none of the products
1: are blowing up yet. So
2: it's a, it's a really, like I haven't, like this is an article I probably sit down and write tonight because I can't believe I haven't thought of this yet. Like think about the note 7 phones were literally exploding in people's pockets in their houses they weren't allowed on planes they were completely barred and we don't even think about that anymore
0: it's ancient history yeah the note 9 is out and the note 10 is probably breathing down its neck
2: yeah and like samsung recovered from what was a complete disaster and like samsung recovered from youtube videos of people actually seeing their phones exploding and going on fire Huawei mm-hmm. haven't actually been seen or being caught doing anything yet.
0: Yeah, but that's the nature of espionage. Yeah, <laughs> if you get if you get found you're out, you're not a very good spy.
2: <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, so is the ultimate
0: solution to all of this that some Irish manufacturer just needs to step up and go, do you know what, we're going to make some bitching smartphones?
2: We don't want to see any Irish manufacturers making smartphones. I want
0: to see an Irish smartphone.
2: It would just so be I... a, bri- a briquette with a, a touchscreen.
0: It, if it can get me my like breakfast roll order in advance or something like that you know those are your added mm-hmm. features right there rain mode
2: I couldn't think of anything more worrying like w- whenever it comes back to an Irish manufactured solution there are usually a tra- Like do, do you remember uh, there was an Irish car I think back in the 70s I think it was called there's an
0: Irish electronic car being built now
2: yeah, it ain't pretty either but look I guess technologically <laughs> impressive um, yeah. we just don't tend to design great solutions <laughs> yeah no um so uh
1: unless you have any final comments lads we might wrap it up yeah martin do you want to see us home on this
2: one uh yeah sure i suppose like here's hoping to technology winning out and trump getting voted out as well um fingers crossed everything works out and these p30 pros that we've all got sitting in our pockets don't just become very expensive paperweights uh but yeah that's pretty much it i hope you kind of enjoyed the episode as well um i'd imagine there's going to be a lot of people that have stuff to say about this episode so yeah if you've tuned in for this long you may as well jump onto twitter onto at goose underscore ie or facebook and uh or even under uh, a blog post about some of the Huawei stuff and leave us a few comments and we have the chats and the bancers and the lols 100
0: percent agreed cool. and until next time see you in boys see you in a lads
2: cheers boys